Gotta be the crunkest, gotta be the loudest, gotta be the best. Oh, that's the great T-Pain, and if it's what I insisted upon with the seamstress at Kimses's cleaner when asking for original hems on my new dungarees, then this must be Dale Radio. <laughs> and I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And uh, today we're just a hop, skip, and a train ride away from our little Gowani, way over here in downtown Brooklyn, in a, what is like a foreign land over here, isn't it? Uh, we're here at the lovely home of poet and friend of the program, Melissa Broder. Melissa, hi there. Hi, Dale. How are you? I'm really, I'm really good. I'm excited to, to get to have you over. Well, I'm excited to be a very nice place, by the way. Thanks. A little nicer than mine and all that on a poet's salary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. And you were just, you're just working out? Is that what, is that what you said? Yes, I was just, I was just working out. And what's your, what's your, well, you got to when you're a poet, don't you? You have to keep, keep all the muscles going. I find a lot of, uh, my, 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 uh, Creative output is actually stored in the muscles, uh, so I like to get that. What's your what's your machine? What's your favorite? What do you work? What's your what's your routine over there? I do about fifteen minutes of running on the treadmill and um, interspliced with about thirty minutes of walking. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm not really an endurance kind of. Sure, no, that's why you're a poet, right? You do the short. Exactly. <laughs> I exactly. see a theme. I'll be just I... picking up on things like that. That's what I do. Well, that's, uh, that's, sorry, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I was just going to say I work out in couplets. In couplets. <laughs> I like it very much. Uh, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get out to do much working, working out. So, um, uh, I'm going to live vicariously through your running and, and walking, alternating. I've just got to get the right pair of sneakers. I think that's what's holding me up. You think? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have the right, I don't have the right kind. I don't, I don't like the look of sneakers. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't wear them. I don't look at them. Um, but hey, maybe that's anyhow. Listen, you well, you've got a you've got a nice place, and you do you do other you do other things too. You do a little publicity mm -hmm. for for literary types, that kind of thing. The types, yes. Well, you let me know if you need anybody or your company needs anybody to pass out anything up on Broadway. I'd be happy to do that. You know, if you need me to hand out a broadside or a chapbook, something like that, really. Drum up some business for your writers. I'd be happy to do it. And uh, uh, so you <laughs> let me know. <laughs> we had a nice time uh, recently. I guess it's almost a year or so. I had to go out and buy a short sleeve shirt. It was real warm. Yeah, real I think warm it's been out. a year. I think it's almost been a year. Boy, the the weather it is the way <laughs> the way the weather is now. You, you might it might never get warm again. That's what it feels like, doesn't it? Just just ruthless with the cold, hasn't it been? It's a cruel month. But we were together. We had a lot of fun at the at the reading. It was a, a reading of uh, uh, fu funny folks and people getting together and reading, re sharing their their uh, stories and their and their work. And uh, I'd say the best part about it was probably the the train ride home. <laughs> we we got to get on the subway together, and uh, you and your beau, your husband, Nick, Nicky, Nick, Nicky, Nicky. Yep. He's a good looking fellow with a nice head of hair, and. Uh, <laughs> I, tell you, I, I like that in a man, but uh, 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 I had to take down a heavy fellow, didn't I? That the heckler, heckler was there at that reading. Yeah, I think there was a heavy heckler. Oh my goodness, that's I never like to do that. I don't like to, to squash to somebody. I had to get him out of there. You had to deal with rough people at your readings. 
Um, poetry readings don't usually attract that rough of a crowd, so not, not in my experience. Mm. Yeah. Well, you you you're lucky then. It's it's no, it's no easy task to have to do. You don't like it. Just kind of changes the energy in the room, you know. You gotta get it back up. But uh, <laughs> since that time, uh, you've been so kind to me. You're sending me a lot of positive notes about the show, and I imagine this is really just a wish come true for you. <laughs> This has really been a dream to get to to be on the Dale Show, and you know I'm a fan. I I'm do. I'm a big fan. I'm kind I of obsessed that. with Dale. Are you? You yeah. like the show? I bet. Uh, yeah. I bet you're not alone. No, I don't think. I think that you've got quite. A, you've amassed quite a following. Probably two or three other people. It's the Dale thinking, charm. Well, it's uh, it's infectious. It's a cult following. <laughs> like like much of what you'll find in the Gowanus. <laughs> yes. Sticks with you, and. Uh, well, thank you. that's nice of you to say, and uh, I, I always, I always uh, like to think of my listeners out there when I'm doing a show. So uh, uh, you've given me a lot to think about. But let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about this this book, if that's okay. Is sure. That, is that fine? You, you. Uh, this is, I happen to have a co- copy here. I got the soft cover edition here, and uh, uh, it's, it's the only edition. <laughs> That's, it's better, though. It's, it's very a, soft. It's a very soft book. It's handsome. It's the right size if you want to take it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like to keep it right next to my bed. I keep it right under the dream journal. Really? And, uh, yes, I do. It's always right there. And I uh, hope to get around to reading it. Well, I hope that we can <laughs> talk about what, what one of Dale's dreams on well, this podcast. I would love to hear what Dale well, dreams about. I tell you, it, what is it about dreams that they're so vivid and interesting when you're having them, but then when you try to tell someone about them, it's just as boring as can be, isn't it? Well, usually <laughs> I'm really bored by other people's dreams, and I'll probably shut off if someone said I started dreaming of something, but not Dale. Not if Dale. it was a Dale dream, I kind of want to know what's going on in the in subconscious. Maybe I should start posting some things on the, or maybe my tweet stream can go with some uh, some dreams that I've been having. I think Dale, a Dale Dream Journal would be would, would be, be nice awesome. to see. Well, oh, this is how it happens. That people ask for it and I do it. That's all it takes, really. Uh, so well, we'll put something together. I think that'd be. You're a real Twitter hound, aren't you? We were talking about that a little bit earlier. You you really take to the Twitter. It's really kind of a. It's it. Uh, I mean, like the book. There's your work is in the book, but. It's you really see it all as one piece, don't you? I do. I like, um, you know, I feel like like Dale. Um, I, I feel like I have um, a Twitter persona that's constantly evolving. But um, you know, I, I don't know. I think I'm a perfectionist in life, and like I'm a little probably OCD. So I get really OCD about my feed. So I don't do a lot of adding. I don't like you know the at sign. I don't do a lot of self promotion on there. I see it more as kind of like an extension of my art but like but a little more personal you know and um yeah I guess I don't know how to describe it but I guess um I don't see it as really a promo tool in the traditional sense you know I I wouldn't see I'm not really a reportage tweeter I'm not really a promo tweeter um I like to tweet the bizarre um and tweet slant and um, have fun with it, but well, they're all little perfect confections the way you, you put them out there, and you you don't want to mess with that or clutter it up with all the kind of t- t- tweet and gobbledygook that's <laughs> that's part of the kind of language or or, or the vernacular there. You want you they're they're very they're wonderful to read, and I always in, in, enjoy them as they come through. Pop up, oh, there's one, and then I read it, and I, ah, there she is again. That's wonderful. You can hear it, but this book. 
We didn't say what it's called. When you say one thing but me and your mother, is it? I like that title too, by the way. Uh, 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 can we try that for a second? Sure. All right, here, here we go. Fire hose, dry turkey, hyacinth. I met mother every time. <laughs> Interesting. I like I mean, it. I'm going to try that just as something for the listeners to do at home too. Just come up with a different word, but me and your mother, and then replace that. In your, in your, in your, but that's not what the book is about. It's not just a, like a, like so a, like peanut butter, a banana lids. sandwich. There you go. Um, freedom fries, Godzilla. That's, that's the, mother. Your mother. Yes. Yeah. Specifically your mother, just mother. No, my mom doesn't cook and isn't in, no, I would say, God, when I, if I would say one thing I'd mean my mother, it would probably be, well, like that, you know, I had a recent tweet that my mother was having a pep rally in my ovaries. So, you know, <laughs> that's that's got a lot of levels to that, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. And and by the way, we're talking about your mother. She runs a store down there in Pennsylvania. She does. She's a um, wedding invitation designer. Oh, that's good. what's the, what's the place called if people need some wedding needs? I'll give a shout out to Pen and Paper for all your wedding needs. Pen and Paper in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, right near the train station. <laughs> pen Pen and Paper. <laughs> Take and the paper. train right there. Right there. That's a good way to save on the wedding cost, too. Take the train. It is. The R5. <laughs> you take it right there. Oh, the R5. That's, it was save that, the on the line. Down there. That's, well, that's great. And uh, I hope they, they're probably, I mean, I hope that she has extra staff ready. Oh, oh because yeah, because there's going to be an army this now. This will be something getting there. You have a nice relationship with her, with your mother? Um, Yes. I'll say yes on it's, the podcast. It sounds, yes. it sounds like it. And, uh. Oh, that's great that you're doing something for the holidays. Happy holidays, by the way. Thank you. We did our Passover situation yeah. um, at my aunt's in Atlantic City. And a um, little AC for, for Passover. Sure, sure. Probably do some Easter stuff with the um, with my husband's family. I see. Did, yeah. you, did you do any gambling down there? Um, in AC, I was only there for four hours. I oh, got in okay. and got out. Right. So. Sometimes that's enough. Sometimes it was actually. Well, it only took me about twenty minutes in Las Vegas to lose <laughs> hundred and sixty dollars, which was uh, all I had at that moment. But really, it was a tough. That was a tough, tough time. Uh, but um, and the, the the thing that still haunts me is I could have seen Wayne Newton, and I thought, well, I'm not, not going to do that. I'll go over and I'll, I'll, I'll press my luck, and I did. And uh, anyhow. Dale, I could see you being a Wayne Newton fan. I, I really, I thought that'd be a good thing to do. Yeah. So I'm not so so enamored with him. I just thought I'm in Las Vegas. Why don't I get over there? And anyhow, so you had a nice. You're going to have a nice Easter. That's coming up, and uh, you had the you had the you had a seder dinner down there. Yeah, we did the whole seder. We were late though, so we missed the seder. You didn't get to ask the four questions. Um, the four questions were asked before I got there. Oh my. Would it have been your turn? Um, no, um, no, it probably would have been my younger sister or maybe one of the other young, young, youngins. That's the tough part about having a younger sister around the holidays. You never get to it? ask the four questions. You never get to ask the. But as long as you, as long as you're always asking questions. I'm always asking questions in, in your life. That's good. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to be uh, heading down there near near where your your mother is. Maybe I'll stop in, but I'm going to have a coconut egg soon. And awesome! I'm, just, I'm looking forward to that. You are. <laughs> I am. Peeps. I am. I, I may have a peep. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. I don't. I mean, it's all so exciting when you go down there and spend time with family. Isn't it though? Soothe yourself with food. It's yeah, it's, it's just a wonderful time. Stuff it all down with with the peeps and the jelly beans, <laughs> and in my case, matzah and, and gefilte fish. Uh, yes, I'm not. Yeah. No, I, I don't ask it. It's I don't not think the same. any non-Jew. It's a tough, isn't it? A, a t- uh, it's so 
uh, dramatic the the difference there between the foods that that the Jewish people are eating and the and the, the non non Jewish people are eating around that time, is it? It's uh, yeah. Uh, I see the look on your face when I said gefilte fish, and I understand. I mean, a fish meatball. It just you really have to be raised with it. I mean, nobody. You, you just don't want to go there. Who came up with that idea? I have no idea. I don't even think it was like has any is anything rabbinical. I mean, they were like in the desert, right? It wasn't. A... Yeah, I don't think there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, it, it wasn't. Let's get together and have. Yeah, yeah. no, there was nowhere to fish. That's, yeah. I think it's American. I don't know though. Actually, I don't know. So Dale, listeners, don't don't you know you can go Wikipedia gefilte fish if you're interested because <laughs> I just no. I bet a lot of people are just they have that called up. Whenever, because I talk a lot, I talk about I talk a lot. I talk about a lot of things yeah. that people might be curious about. So that's just a good tip to keep the Wikipedia close at hand. Keep it close at hand because you're going to learn a lot from the show. And there's going to be a lot of. I think there's going to be a lot of things that Dale's. You know, you're going to be curious about. Well, that's what I, I like to open people's eyes. So uh, that's what we're doing, and I keep doing I think this. You are. I'm going to I'm going to come back to this book. I, come back to the book. <laughs> I keep straying, but uh, 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 what the hell happened to you? That's not a question. That's one of the pieces in here. And I thought, well, maybe if you wanted to read, do you want to read that? Would you want to read a part of it? Sure. Is that all right? Do you know where it is in here? Um, there's a table of contents. Oh, that's a helpful it thing is. to have. It's a nice tool. Um, what the hell have here? Why don't I find it? And if you have any there questions page about... Page 40. Page 40. Page 40. We haven't had a, a, a reading on the show before, so I'm very... This is exciting. Uh, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. If it wasn't poetry, it would be even more exciting. No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> That's part of being a poet. That you have to kind of be, you know. You got to deprecate. Yeah, you know, do a little deprecation. Um, all right, I'll, I'll leave it to you. Okay. So, what the hell happened to you? The polar ice caps are melting, and in thirty years, Harry will still be worrying about his new nose. The nose is finicky, on Muni on Bart, at the bar. He drinks Stella through a straw, and with shish kebab. If we meet my family, they'll disturb its boundaries. I think I want Harry to be normal, but it's the nose I go shopping for. Double rainbow rum raisin, a Ramones shirt from Villains, bok choy at the slanted door. The nose understands Vistas make me nervous when I say life is hard, riding shotgun at Big Sur. Always was, says the nose, and speeds up the car. It goes gaga for Nepenthe and the hot tubs at Esalen, then sits Zazen at the Zendo to forget what it's been. Thank you very much. Sure. <laughs> I'll tell you something uh, about that one. One of the reasons I picked it up, because there's so many great San Francisco references there. And uh, Bay Area, you spent a little time out there. Is that true? I did. I did. When I was, I moved out there 21 to like 23, I lived out there. Those are crucial years, aren't they? They're crucial long years. Yes. I feel like I lived out there a lot longer than two Re- years. Really discuss a lot to discover, and you were, you were, you were living it. And it was, certainly if you went to all those places, why, that'd just be a good... A good time of it, but uh, there's a lot of lot of lot of nice memories there that you brought up for me, and including some that were clothing optional at some of those uh, places yeah. up north. That was a a, a different time, <laughs> but uh, ah, 
you get to some of those things. And, see, I'm fortunate. I don't when I when I'm not wearing these are prescription lenses. When I when I'm not wearing my glasses, I can't see anything. So that's a very liberating space to be when you when you don't have any clothes on and no one else has any clothes on, but you don't necessarily want to see what's going on. It's a it's a helpful little thing. So, um, you know, that's that's how I got through that. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, cooking in the kitchen with I mean, come on, people, I wouldn't just a towel would be fine for some of the. But anyhow, uh, uh, well, it's uh, the book is is wonderful and it's got a bunch of uh, different things like that and it's all you can tell that it's a a book of words that are lived i think that's what's uh, uh struck uh, struck me about it too is that you get a sense of you through this a little a wily sense of humor a little bit a keen observation about the world and uh we'll just you got any you got another one in the in the pipeline you're going to be this was 2010 so we're almost through 2011, you got to get something going. I do. I actually just signed a contract for my next one. Um, <laughs> How about that? Yeah, it's called Meat Heart. Wonderful. Yeah. M-E-A-T. M-E-A-T. Mm-hmm. Meat Heart, two words. And um, that'll be out in next February 2012. So, um, From a different press, Publishing Genius. Got to give a shout out to them, which I'm very excited to work with them. And where are they based? In Baltimore. In Baltimore. Which is very similar accent to the Philadelphia accent. It is. It, well, it, the, the O. The Philadelphia is quite is sort of between New York and, and uh, Baltimore. You get that kind of... Uh, yeah, like the air. The trashy air. The, the, the Tuesday. Tuesday. Monday, the, Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> and the, the Murray Christmas and America. America. And, yeah, Water. 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 <laughs> we can just say words together. <laughs> Tony Roney's House of Hoagies. <laughs> oh, oh it's a, it's it just it hits the ear, doesn't it? It, it just does. strikes it. It's not like quite, a bell. It's not quite as bad, though. I would say as as the Providence, Rhode Island accent. That's a it's a much harsher. They've got the New York to Boston, and I I'm not, I can't do it. But it's you know it when you hear it, and it just. Uh, but I've I've been known to if I've I've been introduced to a person, I can tell where what city they're from. I can say, like you say Bryn Mawr, or, or uh, if you're more from you know somewhere in uh, Maryland or so Wilmington, you can just you can kind of pinpoint it all. I said, "Hey, you, you, you're from Trenton, aren't you?" And she was from Trenton. Isn't that something? That you nailed it. I have an ear, Melissa, for things, and that's uh, <laughs> uh, that's what I do. Um, but uh, hey, listen, uh, I'm pairing the podcast today with a what is this? You you, you tell them what it is. How it's set. Um, you're pairing it with some kind of cream soda. Oh, oh, your beverage. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. um Dr. Brown's diet Dr. cream. Brown's diet cream soda. Soda. It's a very it's a creamier cream than A and W. That's why I like it. Yep, and it's healthy. Was your diet means it's healthy? Well, it's cancer causing, but it's, it's got the aspartame. What's it got in there? Probably the aspartame, something lab ratty. Yeah. Well, and uh, uh, and but it tastes good. And you were kind. You said, you know, hey, do you want me to get you anything to drink? I, I'm sober, but but you know, if you, if if you want something, I'll, I'll get it. And do you have you have something with the with the sober thing? Is that was that a difficult time for you um, out there in San Francisco? Well, that's kind of. I think I I would actually say that's all in the book. Oh, in the meat heart. Yeah, well, uh, that's actually or in here. that's in this book, it's and maybe you'll book. learn more about that in meat. Well, heart. I need to do a, a, a thorough comb. Yeah, comb through. You can look at it through that. But somebody lens. doesn't just drop sober if they haven't. You know, you don't. It just came up, so I 
I don't mean to press or pry. No. But but uh, obviously you put it in the book, so it's yeah. I, it's let, very, I let the art tell that story. There you go. Well, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, uh, sorry, I was just thinking about the, the cream soda is delightful. By oh, the I'm way. so Thank glad. You. you know, it really tickles the senses. And, and and as I kind of hinted to, and, you, and you, you're talking about now of letting all this information get in there and you're observing what's happening, uh, uh, which is how I do the pie. Just let myself open to the world. Something I learned out there on the West Coast, let yourself open to it, you know, not necessarily naked, but just if even if you have clothes on, just let yourself open to the world and see what happens. Um, but you were, you were saying, I thought this was kind of unusual myself. Whenever I see this on the subway, somebody writing, I always think, well, they got to be in a class or something because they're all, you know, they're real feverishly writing and they're kind of darting around looking at people and then jotting stuff. And it just, they really have that claw grip on the pencil, you know, so it feels like something's really moving them to do it. But that, that's how you write too, isn't it? You write on the subway. I do. I write a lot on the subway or even sometimes walking down the street, which probably annoys people. But I write on my BlackBerry because um, I like to type. Like sometimes I'll write by hand, but then I always immediately retype it. But it's then, got the it's got the key. It's got the key. That's I won't switch thing. to a touch because of that reason. The person downstairs got an iPad. Yeah. You see that they had the box and the yeah. trash on the way. <laughs> Quite a walk up over here, so I got to really inspect people's uh, <laughs> in, entryways. I had to rest a couple times. So well, he's he's uh, or she was already. They're embracing the touch. They really are, but I guess maybe they don't write on it, or I don't know. You know, we actually have an iPad right now that we're borrowing from a friend. And you don't like it? You don't like the I don't the like the touch. No. I feel like it, no. Mm-mm. I'm a keys person. All right. Even tiny keys. Tiny keys. Tiny I go keys fast okay. on that BlackBerry, but then no one knows really what you're doing. You know, It doesn't look like you're journaling or doing any, I mean, you could be doing business, and meanwhile, you're like, you know, writing poetry on the subway. I have a really, I still take, I'm still in school. Well, like I do grad school really, really slowly. I'll probably be there forever. And I do it in um, Harlem. Mm-hmm. And so I have like an hour ride there and back once a week. And I get like, I get so much that's writing a good, done. That's a good long haul. Yeah. Because yeah. it's hard to have that much time alone or still. And it's enforced, you know. And I do a lot of writing on that two hour ride. One well, hour up, one hour it gives, back. It gives you a lot of opportunity to see what people are doing, too. Yeah, There's a lot of good characters on there. Definitely. I know I'm always inspired. Though I saw a guy the other day, also a big, big fella with a, sketch, a sketchbook, and he had it real close to his face, and he's drawing a picture of a, a kind of an a, Asian person, and it just, I mean, it was sort of dramatically so, kind of overly. That's why I said not. Anyway, and he was in a straight jacket, the drawing, the drawing was this, and he's holding this giant a cannon of a gun. Weird. What's going on there? Right. You know, that's what that was the question that <laughs> popped into my. What's going on there? What is this? I mean, I hope he finds somebody, you know, that understands him, whether it's a counselor at the home or <laughs> a, a nice person. But that's uh, that's it's odd the things that people, the way people express themselves is sometimes odd, but also where you choose to do it is another. <laughs> Odd thing, yes. but uh, if if you get a little time to yourself and you have a creative endeavor, by all means, I support that. I support that. So that there's someone expressing themselves. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear, but the toilet flushed, and uh, that must Nikki must be home. Yes. Now let me ask you work because he's been so kind to let us into his private study where normally Melissa does not go. Well, like I go, but it's not my hangout. But but normally he prefer that you didn't. 
But if you if if you hear in the background some ticking, it's he's got this kind of a world clock there. Yeah. Now it, three what, different cities. Is that? Is that Let's see a see. business in each of them? They're unlabeled, so you have to guess what city they are. I have, I have no, I, I feel like he's had that for like 15 years. I don't even know what the deal is with that. You know, I don't even think I've given it much thought until this moment. Well, he could have a whole secret life. He's got something going on, yeah. 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 In three different in unmarked three different zones. cities. Mm. Three different families. Yeah, he knows when to call. Yeah. We found out that uh, one of my relatives had, a, had, a, had another family, two other families actually. No, yeah, really? Yeah, similar situation as to your husband. Did he have three clocks? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, it's he, the tip-off. It's, boy, that's... That's okay, though, because I like to spend a lot of time alone. So if he has two other families, right. you know... You just spread it around a little bit. I don't have bit. to be a wife full-time. My goodness. You've got other things to do. I got other th- I got a, I got poetry to read. <laughs> I got drawings of Asian people in straight jackets to be <laughs> rendering. It's really odd. I mean, it would be okay if he just had the gun, but why is he in the straitjacket? Yeah, that I'm not so sure. I know, he's got some feelings. But, uh, but speaking of the subway, I saw something. I wonder if you could tell me how you say this word. There's an advertisement with a with a African American woman, elderly woman, looks like she's relieving herself, and the word <laughs> hallelujah. How, how do you say that? Maybe it's like hallelujah. 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 Where'd you know. see that? There's on one of these posters down there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and my subway stop at Hoyt Skimmerhorn? They're, they're all over. I've seen them in a couple of different places. Anyway, keep an eye out for it. I will. It. And if the listeners are well, out there, I'm going to think of Dale every time that. I see it. Speaking of which, you know a word I don't think people are saying correctly? Hmm. Alzheimer's. You, how do you think it? I think people are putting a T in that word, and there's no T uh, Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's. Like an alternative Alzheimer's? Yeah, that's not what it is. Like an indie rock Alzheimer's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, really. A wandering indie rock. Alzheimer's. Al- Alzheimer's. I, I just it doesn't I thought work. I would bring that up because you're a writer, and you, you know, but it's not, it's it's bothering me a little bit. That's, it is? I guess, yeah, because people are saying it, and they're saying it incorrectly, and that's, I mean, I'm not a stickler for that kind of thing, obviously, but, um, you know. Sticking in the craw. Well, get get it right if you're going to say it. It's not, anyhow, people say say things but mean something else. Often. <laughs> a meat heart. Well, what is that? That's, uh, that is, is that, that technically what the heart is made out of? Is it meat? I guess it is meat because it's muscle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, meat heart, I um, I think... Is that kosher for Passover? Uh, only if you don't mix it with dairy. Oh, I see. And if you don't... Well, for Passover, you can't eat a meat heart sandwich. You'd have to have meat heart on matzah. Uh, and then if you're like Orthodox, you could have a meat heart, but you would have to have it like a couple hours away from milk. Or cheese. Oh, I, but you could have like meat I heart. I keep and... it pretty far away, away from milk. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be no trouble there. But you could have it with like um, mayonnaise. Because mm. I always thought mayonnaise was made of dairy. But actually you could have the meat heart with mayonnaise because mayonnaise is egg. So like you can, I feel like Jews are very like salady. Like they're always making like mm. tuna salad and egg salad. And because the, because, um, you know, so you can eat mayo with anything because it's, it's an egg. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think that's right. I'm not. I'm not very Jewish. Well, I'd, I'd go for it. Yeah, I, I'd use that recipe. We yeah, could, we could put that up. A meat heart salad. A meat heart melt. It could be like a, a meat heart melt. Would that would be, be del- good. Delightful. Not kosher, but good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at this point, that's all right. Just good. Yeah, is just what good. I'm after meat heart patty melt. Yeah. Oh my. Do you, do you find any of the uh, uh, growing up in Pennsylvania? Do you have? Do you still hold on to some good things from that time? Um. 
I mean, I guess so. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I, you know, I kind of, I don't look at, I had a good childhood, but I think I was always ready to um, be a grown up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like, um, you know, as I said, I think earlier, like, um, that, you know, I, I'm kind of a control freak. Um, or at least like about my, I don't really care what other people are doing, like live and let live. Everyone else can do mm-hmm. what they want. But for me, like I like to be in control of my own life, you know? And so, um, as a kid, you don't get to be in control of your own life. And that was tough. Um, so now it's like nice getting to make my own life mm-hmm. and choices and stuff like that. And you have a couple of, a couple of, uh, I think uh, I bristle when I'm told what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was wondering if you had some, if you got into it a bit with your, with your family or your your parents, like let me be the the grown up I want to be. I think I really took the path of least resistance and just sort of, um, you know, went along with things and then you know moved to San Francisco. Right, right. right. So, so there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Far away. Far away. Well. But I came back. That's right. They they all do. Yeah, they all do. Except for those that don't. Exactly. And then they're lost. Right. Well, San Francisco's full of full full of. It's a nice place to get lost. It is. It is. It's a spooky place. San Francisco's spooky. Yeah. It's a... You well, you lived in the in the mission. Dale lived in the mission. I like to say I lived in the mission because I performed there all the time. But really, I lived in a duplex in Hayward. Ah, <laughs> That's got when it. I was with my wife Jenny, but we we said yeah we we're residents of the mission because we perform at the makeout room all the time. You ever go over there makeout mm-hmm. room? Course. That was always that. That was where we were. Or Cafe du Nord, those places. I lived right by Cafe du Nord. Oh man, that's the. They had some nice, uh, nice people there. And some yeah, nice, that was uh, a good spot. Nice drinks and well, we could reminisce a long time. We could, about, but I think well, I don't want to bore your audience. This. Well, we can talk about it over the rest of these uh, diet cream sodas and we things. We can. That would be that would be lovely. Well, uh, I'm sure that you're. Your family, your folks, uh, your extended family, and even those who have just come into contact with you are proud of you, and uh, uh, you, you've, you've grown up, you're taking control of it, and you're doing good things. So uh, the book is available, and you got your own website. What's the website? MelissaBroder.com. B-R-O-D-E-R? Yep. And uh, uh, you can get the book on there. you find out about live appearance. You got any gigs coming up? I have a lot of readings. Next week is in Connecticut, but... Um, I'm always reading in New York, so if you go to my website, it just it'll tell you where to go to come you say can... hi, and you can say I love Dale, and we can talk about Dale. Oh. We can oh, bond boy. over Dale. That would be, you know, I was talking to the folks at the uh, Four and Twenty Black Blackbirds, the pie shop. Down oh there. yeah. Emily was on the show, Emily Elson, and uh, I said, hey, how about you get a Gowanus mud pie, and and you say, you know, if get a discount if you come in and get so we're working on some things i don't know awesome. how far she's taken that but imagine ordering a dale siever uh pie uh down there. that'd be pretty tasty that would be amazing it's no meat heart you gotta sandwich, get a sandwich somewhere but, too. <laughs> yeah, well i know it's kind of would be well that's great and you, you get the book everywhere get it on amazon or, or go to your yeah. go support an independent bookstore by all totally. means totally go and Saint do Mark's that bookstore st mark's is a good one and uh meat heart sometime next year yep Next February. Wow, look at that. Valentine's Day, the heart of the meat. Oh, well, that's a lovely time. Isn't it? Well, uh, Melissa, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's just been delightful. And uh, uh, definitely check out the website. Uh, We've got another live show coming up. And I hope you can make it out to that. It's it's a lot of fun. It's at the world-famous Brooklyn Lyceum over there uh, on uh, uh, 4th Ave. 
a union somewhere over there. You take the R and you pop up. Anyhow, you can find it, I'm sure. It's April 30th, Saturday. It's an early show because they have a craft fair going on. <laughs> so a lot of, I expect to meet a lot of nice crafting ladies over there and gentlemen, I'm sure. Any craft enthusiast is a friend of mine. Brooklyn's and very crafty. It is. It's increasingly so. It is so crafty. Uh, almost to the point of uh, making you much. nauseous. But yeah. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's great. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, I like people being creative. Um, so uh, April 30th, Saturday, 7 p.m. We've got to make room for the crafters. But we're also going to celebrate crafting that day because I've got Maura Madden, who is the author of Crafter Ooh. Noon. She's going to be there, dear friend of the person. She was one of the first guests on Dale Radio. So we're happy to welcome her back. We're going to work on a craft project. Molly Crabapple is also going to be there, the, the brilliant illustrator, founder of Sketchy's Anti-Art School, where you get to go and draw ladies in wearing little or nothing at all, awesome. which uh, I'm in favor of. And Lumberob is going to be providing some music. Andrew had a little baby, so he, he's out of commission with the Auto Vary 64. So we got Lumberob here. And have you ever heard of him? Uh-uh. Oh, I like that name, though. Oh, my goodness. Wait, <laughs> wait do you see this. And uh, he's got the... Anyway, he's a, a real talent, and I'm happy he's going to be joining us. So we'll, we'll be over there. Check that out. Of course, you can... I've been putting up some films... Up on my on my site and I over there. I haven't seen the films. Well, by all means, Tribeca Film Festival is happening. I don't, I don't know why I didn't get a call. God damn but there's it. Uh, there's some. I made a little one. And I want you to watch it and then tell me what you think. It'll only take a minute of your time, but uh, it's it's on par with some of the great animated classics. So I'm I'm happy about that. <laughs> but anyhow, well, that's a lot, and uh, we've just had a great time. Thank you once again. Thank you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for turning, tuning in and turning on all kinds of things. Now, till next time, I'll be saying mother, but meaning whiskey bottles. <laughs> now, let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>